Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I'm doing what I do best and making Mary laugh, so it's all good. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tanika. And as I said before, I'm over here making my partner, sex coach, Mary, laugh. That's how we love to start our podcast. Yes. (laughs) How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Long day, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's been something. (laughs) It's been something. So being that... um, Tomorrow is September 11th, so you all know we record these things ahead of time. So being that we're going to release it on September 11th, we wanted to talk a little bit about that day. Um, It was a definite loss for our country. I mean, so many people died. I think almost 3,000 people died. More than 6,000 people were injured. And I know at least for me, that was the day that I knew that no matter where I was, safety was an illusion. That's how I felt. So um, I wanna first start off by saying, you know, my hearts and my prayers still go out to the family members. I mean, 3,000 people died. That's a lot of families. That's a lot of kids that grew up without a parent, without an uncle, without a mother. I mean, it's just so sad. And then for the people that were left behind, you know, so many of our first responders, you know, had died after just because of, you know, the effects, the fumes and everything from that day. So it was a whole lot of our families that were affected and our country will never be the same. Yeah, you're right about that. So, do you remember that day at all, Mary? I'm sure you remember. I mean, who could uh, not remember? I, you know what? Like, I, so I would, you know, living out on Long Island, and I remember I was dog walking at the uh, animal shelter, and I was pregnant with Hudson. And I remember my ex was, you know, trying to text me or, you know, did we have cell phones? Yeah, we did. He was trying to call my phone. I don't think he was texting. He was calling. And I wasn't responding because I think at that point, like, we were losing signal on the towers or mm. something was going on. But for whatever reason, I was just, and he was trying to call my phone and he couldn't believe, like, what was going on. And I remember they were watching the news in the office. And I, you know, it was a small TV and I, I caught a glimpse of it and I was like, oh, what, that's messed up. You know, they're like, yeah, a plane crashed. And I was like, oh, crap. And they're like, yeah, crashed into the building. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, like thinking, oh, maybe the guy fell asleep or the guy, the pilot, or the pilot was drunk. Like I thought, damn, I, I don't, don't want to fly. Never in a million years did I think that they set this all up and then little by little, I started hearing like another one, you know, crash and then another one in DC and um, it was just all over. And I thought to myself, oh my God, like our, our world is falling apart and I'm pregnant with a baby. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, you know, at the time, I mean, yeah, I never wanted kids. 
and and uh, end up with three. But um, <laughs> I thought to myself, damn, I'm bringing a child into this world that's a messed up. Like I don't even know how I'm gonna protect myself, and now I got somebody that I gotta take care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember feeling scared and getting home that night. Um, you know, my my ex husband was like, "Why weren't you answering your phone? Did you not see what's going on?" And he was he was hysterical, and you know, it didn't really come together in my brain for like a few days, like of what was really happening. And I said, I didn't understand because I don't watch the news because it affects me so much, and um, I just didn't understand like why would people do that, like you know. And then from then on, just everything changed drastically the way we fly like you couldn't trust anybody mm-hmm. it's like why would you come to our country and try to kill us like for what like stay in your own country if you don't like it here you know um and then a few weeks later or no not a few weeks a few days later i found out my sister had an interview a job interview in the, one of the towers and that day, you know, my mom's trying to call her to wake her up because my sister couldn't wake up or anything. And uh, was like, "Oh, you're gonna do your job interview." And my sister was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go." And she just overslept and never went. One of her friends was supposed to go to work. She overslept, never got to work on time, and then realized, "Oh my God, my building is gone, or my building was crashed into, or whatever." But her friend is still alive. Obviously, my sister's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um. But, oh, my God, like, it was terrible. And every year on the 11th, I would hear, I, I can't listen to that. Like, when the news comes on and all the names of the families, I can't. It, 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 it affects me so bad. Not that I don't have respect for them or whatever. It's just people grieve and, and you know, um, they re- respond to these things differently. And me, I can't. I'll, I'll fall apart. I'll turn into like a complete basket case if I take on all this news and you know how I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So sad. It's like I'll never forget it. My daughter wasn't even one at the time. Matter of fact, she would have been one the 21st is when she turned one. Mm-hmm. And I remember going riding on the World Trade Center train because I was on my way there to give a seminar at one of the companies. And I remember getting to the World Trade Center and I didn't feel well. I didn't feel well. And I was like, oh my God, I like I feel nauseous. Something's wrong. I I I can't. And I ended up taking that same train, staying on that train and going back and by the time I got back to exchange place you know that was after the first plane hit oh my god and so no I will never forget that I will never forget like standing there and in an exchange place wasn't like how it is now it was built but not as extensive as it is now and just like seeing the twin towers and just seeing smoke. Oh, you saw it from where you were at? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was right across the water. Right across the water. And it's like, you know, it's like, what in the world? And that's when, you know, everybody started chiming in. And the only thing I thought was, 
I'm about to get out of here because uh, something's not right. And then on my way home, I was listening to one of the radio stations. And then they talked about the second plane, you know, that hit moments later. And the building that I was supposed to, you know, after the fact, the building, the company in the building that I was supposed to be in at the World Trade Center, a lot of those people did not get out. And all I kept saying to myself was, if I would have ignored my gut, because I was like, oh, I didn't feel good. But you know me, sometimes I don't feel good. If I don't have no fever, I'm like, yeah, I don't feel good. I can keep pushing. I can keep pushing. If I would not have turned around, I may not have, I may not be here. Who knows? So you wouldn't be here. No, I would have been in there doing that little training and, you know. Oh my God. So I always, you know, thank God for me not feeling well because my daughter would not have a mother. And, you know, when I think back on what I think is a cowardly act for people to go and decide to kill innocent people for no reason and it, no, no reason at all, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, it makes me angry beyond belief. And it's not just when it happens here because people have to understand it happens in other countries too. You know, some people blame the United States for why their country is the way that there is and they're trying to get back and all of this retaliation. And, you know, I think about it like that's not us. You know, it's not the normal American people that are going around making these decisions to do things to other countries and to just to to do that with no no afterthought like i know i can be a a very cruel bitchy person but to just decide eh, i'm just gonna run a plane into the world trade center or i'm just gonna bomb because remember in 1993 i think it was it was a bomb that went off in the basement of the world trade center yeah, I kind of remember that, but you know, I didn't pay attention to stuff. Like oh my God, it's just. Oh, but I remember that. I remember hearing. Yeah. And I was just like. So they oh. tried back then, and they said. Somebody oh. did. That's they right. Did, and they, and they did it. They came back. Oh. And they did gosh. it. And it's like, you know, these, the kids will, our kids will never know how, you know, that skyline used to look with those two buildings, mm-hmm. you know. It's, and I mean, that's minimum compared to some kids will never know their father. Some kids will never know their mother. Some, you know, wives are without husbands and vice versa. So I just never understood. Like I I never, I can never understand a mentality like that. For the ones who survived. Yes. Went in to help you know, and that now are suffering with, you know, like the oh. lung, lung disease from breathing yes. or even just the trauma of seeing that, you yes. know, about the people that were, you know, pulling the bricks or whatever and finding the bodies, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and let's not forget the service dogs because they did help too. That's right. Um, they That's had a right. lot of dogs too that, that served in 9-11 that also got sick and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find these people. 
and it's just it's just a messed up thing and now we go to the airport and you know we complain like oh my god the lines are so long and you're talking shit but remember they're doing this because of what happened that's mm-hmm. why they're breaking out like we we you know when we came back from florida they broke our, our lock open on the suitcase because you know we bought groceries to uh cook over there and you know we were being a little cheap we they tried to take a bottle of ketchup home because it wasn't open and i was like yeah let's take it home put that thing in the suitcase because i just didn't want to leave it there thinking like it was gonna get thrown away mind you it was a dollar but just the idea of wasting i was like just stick it in the luggage and i guess when they scan it i didn't realize they scanned the luggages that go down under also mm-hmm. um i didn't realize they did they must have saw that it wasn't just liquid it was like a mass you know imagine that thing it's all like dark so they saw mm-hmm. oh, popping that thing open and it was like a big bottle of ketchup this time i was like this is just evil <laughs> but we got our ketchup <laughs> see at least they let you keep like, the ketchup yeah i was like Note to self, we could bring alcohol, no ketchup. Yeah, no. Nah. So let's we'll leave the ketchup. We'll, we'll leave the ketchup. So okay. when, we when we did the alcohol, like the DR and stuff like that, they didn't break open our suitcase. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. put like the little bottles of alcohol but that was, you know, untouched. But ketchup, no. So <laughs> And then hummus, they wouldn't let us carry the hummus either. They looked at the hummus and they were like, no hummus. <laughs> so Somebody was on the airport eating that hummus. They didn't throw that away. <laughs> Well, no, he tossed it in. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, he, he tossed it in that container that they looked through later. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was a sealed, you know, uh, it was a sealed container. But I was like, oh, so much for our snack on the plane. Mm, no snack. I would have been like, look, I'll eat it right in front of you. I yes, promise you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, get rid of it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, see, that's why we have to go through what we have to go through. And, you know, you're right. Sometimes I think people do forget that, you know, why we have to wait in line or why this is the way it is. It's because now, you know, our, our country was attacked and you just got to try to do everything you can to make sure nothing like that happens again. But what I did love about... Um, one of the good things that I, I loved about 9-11 was how people reacted. Like how you said, you know, those service people went in there. They had the dogs in there. And for, I would say, easily two years after that, uh, Americans were just nice to each other. You know, they all had the little flags outside the window of their car. And it didn't, like, it didn't matter. It's like you weren't. Filipino, I wasn't black. We were just all Americans. Yep. That was the only, only thing that mattered. And people were a lot nice, a lot nicer. And then in New Jersey, when I say people are nice, that's a lot because usually mm-hmm. on the we're East not Coast, nice. <laughs> we're not nice. <laughs> so to, right. to see that, it was like, oh man, you know, when you're driving, people are not giving you the New Jersey way. They're just like, oh, you can go in front of me. Man, after two years pass, you giving the New Jersey wave again. (laughs) I try to be nice as much as I can, unless, you know, of course, someone's not nice to me. I I, I do my my best. 
Oh, I know you do. You know me, I always feel bad. (laughs) No, I don't feel bad, but um, (laughs) you're you're always nice. And, you know, I've just learned to ignore stupidity. And, you know, it's easy for for me, as you know, if I allowed myself to, to get angry at almost anything because I don't like stupidity. And I don't like ignorance, but now I'm just like, eh, whatever, you stupid, and just you know, keep going, <laughs> and just keep going because it's not, it's not even worth it. And right now, with all of these homegrown crazy folk we got, we breeding right in our own country. You may flip the wrong person off and get shot. So it's just exactly, it's not worth it. It's not no. worth it. Just be all a little kinder to one another, you know, not be all feeling entitled and constantly in a rush or, you know, I mean, you know, things are just not the same like when we were younger. No. I feel like everyone is always in a rush and everyone's always angry and mm-hmm. everyone feels entitled to stuff and mm-hmm. oh, you're not entitled to anything, you know, you got to work for, you know, to get something and you know, it's 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 not an emergency. You don't need to be speeding and honking and, and and you know, flipping people off. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like chill, just relax. Just relax. They can't relax. It's that instant gratification, and it, it's they can't see past their own wants and their own needs and they are entitled and you know we did that to them if we're raising this next generation if they act like fools that's because our generation raised them to act like fools and that's the problem you know i will always say nine times out of ten if somebody's not acting the way they're supposed to then something went wrong in an upbringing because you can't come from a caring, compassionate family and go out and then shoot people. No, you were missing something. Something was missing. Not, not blaming people because people can only do what they can do on the level that they're on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think for us, at least a lot of my friends didn't want their kids to suffer like they suffered. And so they're like, I'm just going to give them everything. They don't have to work because, you know, and it's like, you don't understand you are successful because you had nothing. Yeah. You worked, but giving them with no expectations. No, that's why they entitled. Mm -hmm. That's why people mad. They don't get what they want. They mad. Somebody picking on you, you mad. It's just, it's crazy. And so now you got to worry about not only ISIS, but the kid that you're going to school with, the kid at the grocery store, the movie theater. Yeah, it's so scary, you know, just how people are. That's why I make sure I say no a lot to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because I remember when they were little, um, uh, what you call it, they would, you know, friends and family, they say, oh, you're so mean to them, you know, just, just let them be kids and just give them that or whatever. And I said, no, they're going to understand at a young age that you don't just get stuff, you know, you got to work for it. You got to deserve it. You got to get your grade, you know, your good grades. You got to behave, you got to, you know, do your chores or, or whatnot. 
you know, and uh, it's hard with three, trying to manage it all that at the same time. So sometimes, you know, they they uh, flip through the cracks every now and again, and then, you know, I come back down hard on them and be like, all right, this is what it is again. <laughs> you know, you have to do ABC to get X, Y, and Z. You know, and for the most part, I got to say, you know, except for the, the typical, like, teenage, you know, attitude and, um, you know, the typical, you know, like, you know, what we did as teens, you know, trying to sneak, trying to see if we can get one over. Yeah, the normal stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, they know they got to work hard and they know they have to do what they got to do if they want something. And um, it's better that way. You know, they have to appreciate what they have now and not feel like, well, you know what? I didn't get that. I'm going to shoot that person. No. You know, get your ass up. Go to work. Save up your money if you want that. You know, someone right. told you a name, whatever. Blow it off. Like, be crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Man, if everybody thought like that, we wouldn't have people shooting up people. We wouldn't have animosity. We wouldn't have, you know, jealousy. I think that. That is what kills me is when people are jealous of what they think you have, or even you may actually have it. And instead of them going out and working for it so that they can have it, they want to hate on you and then try to kill you. It's like, um, <laughs> you can have it too. You know, you, you can have it too. It's, if it's materialistic, anybody can have it if you save up for it. Exactly. But they just get mad. And you know, now with all that's going on in American politics, that's all you, you see a lot more of that. You see a lot more hate. You see a lot more of just people being nasty towards one another just because they think that they can for whatever reason. And they don't understand that it's called the United States for a reason. If we were united as a people, we could do anything. People don't understand that. They want to spend their time fighting each other about nonsense. These politicians get paid either way. It doesn't matter to them. But if you keep the pot stirring and we're too busy arguing and fighting amongst ourselves, we can't see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. How could we? You know, you got black saying it's the white's fault. The white saying it's the black fault. The Spanish people saying it's everybody's fault. It's just... It's ridiculous. And we've come so far in some respects and we've backtracked in others. And as we think about 9-11 and how we felt about our country, it was, it was the people in the country. If we thought about that, if we sat with that, maybe, maybe we would find it in our hearts to be nice to each other. Because those first responders that came out to help, they weren't looking at people and saying, oh, that person, it wasn't a black person saying, oh, you white, I'm gonna leave you there. It wasn't a white person looking at a Filipino saying, oh no, you Filipino, I'm leaving you there. No, everybody was helping everybody because we were all Americans. Mm -hmm. And if we can just have that mentality again, we would really then be a powerful country again. Yep. We've gotten away from a lot of things that made us powerful. 
and we've substituted that with greed and anger. And this is now the product of what we've done. So when I see hatred, if any American is hating on any American, then they learned nothing from 9-11. That's how I see it. Then you've learned nothing and you're ignorant and God help you. So it was a sad day. Yeah. And I would think that with all of those almost 3,000 lives that were lost. I get inside um, flying. I start looking at people next day. I'm like, oh my God, stand up. <laughs> I, get, I get nervous, you know? We had a guy on the plane. Were we coming back from Florida? I think we were coming back. And he was just so, he was just so rude. And he was pacing up and down the aisle. And he was just causing all kinds of nonsense. And I'm like, dang, I throw this guy off the plane because he's maybe drunk or, or intoxicated or whatever. But mm -hmm. They kept him on. He didn't do anything. He was just—he was mad. He was mad at something. I'm not, just not sure what it was. But that wasn't the place to be all mad. See, because your antennas were up. You were on notice. You're like, what's this dude going to do? He going to whip out a knife out of sneakers? Like, yeah, I was. Uh, I was scared. I was nervous. You know, in, in addition to the anxiety of going up and down, and, you know, and then I'm looking at this dude like, oh my god, is he gonna start his shit while we're in the air? And then what? You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. went, went back to the feelings about right. Yeah, see, that's what it is. It's like now we're all like on notice. So mm -hmm. when we see certain things, certain groups of, of people, you know, you may see a Muslim or an Indian, or they don't even have to be a Muslim. Them poor Sikhs were getting targeted. Um, you're like, okay, what are they gonna do? And it's like, chill, you know? And that's not fair to them, because I'm Black, so I know how it is when people just look at your color and assume you gonna rob them. So now it's like you're looking at, you know, Indians and thinking, oh, they just gonna bomb everything. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy, but fear that. Yeah, I mean, with me, like, I, I don't go by the race. I go by how they act. I look at their body language. This guy asked him he was Black. And of course, Chris is like, you know, he had his little side comment, and he's like, unbelievable, he can't just sit down. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know, but he was making me nervous, pacing up and down, and I was like, oh my God, just sit down, dude, like, stop. You know, and he was, he was mad about something. I just was trying not to pay attention because I was already freaking out that we were about to take off. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, no. I was already a nervous truck. I just want everyone to just sit down and just be quiet. Be quiet. Well, whatever was pensive in his heart, I hope everything is all right. Because again, you never know. He could have had some bad news before he got on the plane. Something could have happened to his kids. Something could have happened to his mama. You know, you, you just, you never know. So whatever it was, I hope it's okay now when he's not flying. And yeah, all right. <laughs> back and forth, especially when you black, because if you if you doing that, they just already looking at you like, okay, what is he gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
he, he's walking up and down. Something's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Is he mumbling? What, what is he saying? Is he, doing... he wasn't mumbling. He was very loud. He was vocal. He was vocal. Uh-oh. <laughs> is he talking to one of somebody in his head? Oh, oh, he about to shoot us up. He got a 22 in his sock. I know. Oh, luckily now they make us take off our shoes. We go in, you know, the yeah. scan you with the the little one. They do. They do. I, mean, I think that's funny. Like when you walk in that that uh whatever that X-ray machine and you gotta go like this with your hands up. I feel so. I laugh every time. First of all, you gotta spread your legs with to where the feet is, and then you gotta lift up your hands. And already for me, that's funny. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they pat down your back and mm-hmm. in between my chest and I was just like, whoa! You say, oh, you gonna buy me dinner first? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> then they patted down Chris. They patted him extra, and I'm like, because he looked crazy. They was like, uh, uh-uh, we make sure. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> he, like he may do something. What in the world? <laughs> I feel that energy. He about to do. Let me check that belt. Let me see what he got. Any knives in his belt? What's going on? Chris carrying that energy like he crazy. So they were like, "Oh no." Yeah, he he was getting he was all like depressed and stuff because we were coming home. That's why they were like, "Uh uh." His vacation was over. Mm. They were like, "We gotta pay him some extra attention right there." Poor uncle, uh, he can't even get a break in the airport. <laughs> no, no, I was like, Why can't you down like that? He's like, Because I'm black. I was like, mm-hmm. like That's not funny. Mm-hmm. He was just, and he's in his, he's saying to himself, Don't go off, just don't go off. It's, it's, it's part of being black, just don't go off. Because if I go off, they're gonna arrest me. Like, Chris having conversations in his head and stuff. He's like, I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> so it's all good. I'm going to tell everybody to shut up. <laughs> shut up. Who are you talking to? Keep on side. <laughs> Keep on side. Just, gosh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So, well, I hope everybody that's, you know, looking at this and reminiscing about 9-11 I hope you take some time to appreciate, number one, that you're alive, mm-hmm. appreciate your situation, appreciate the good and even the bad parts of what you may be going through right now, because somewhere, somebody else has it worse than us, you know, somewhere, somebody right now is coughing because they have lung cancer, because they made a choice to go in and save people's lives. You know, somebody on 9-11 is gonna be grieving a child, a husband, a wife, an aunt, an uncle, you know, and it's just like, it's just terrible. It's, it's just terrible. And to die like that and to lose somebody like that, you know, you think of the people trying to go down the steps the fear, like you don't know what, you know something's wrong, but you really don't know what's wrong. Yep. Imagine I'm getting stuck in there, trying yes. to get out and that's it. People trampling all over you. Oh my God. It's like, 
you know, and here it is. We got people worried or being mad because, you know, they boss yelled at them. You know, just something like stupid. Something so small. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I hope you guys just really remember how blessed you are. Remember how blessed that we are as a country, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like that. But, you know, for now, at least we still have our liberties and freedom of speech and all those other good amendments. So just take some time out, give thanks, pray, cry, do whatever it is that you need to do. Be nice to somebody. Be nice. Just smile. So just smile. You ain't got to say nothing, just smile. (laughs) Just smile, give a little smile. You know, because again, I'm in Jersey, so that's a lot because people don't be smiling. People uh-huh. just look down at the ground. You know, you're scared to look people in the face because you never know what they're going to do, what they're going to say. But, yep. which is kind of a sad place to, to live and yes, be. It so, it's hard for somebody to be mad at you when you got to smile. It's hard. They can still do it, but it's harder. Yeah. So be nice. Be like Mary. Be nice. Yeah. Don't be like me. Be like Mary. Mary's nice and sweet. And crazy. Well, yeah. And, and crazy. But a good crazy. Uh, I guess it depends who you ask. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I ask my ex-husband. He'll be like, um, she's a psychopath. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm, psychopath. So I hope you all do what you need to do today and oh saw that flash you saw a flash no okay it's just me yeah i did no you did it. right i don't know i don't know god jesus matthew mark luke and john i'm too young not right now oh. uh, <laughs> but i hope you all get through the day as best as you can give thanks for everything in your life Yep, be grateful you're alive. Mm-hmm. And remember those that died. That's right. And like Mary said, do something nice for somebody today. And let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you were doing. We like comments. Don't matter what it is. If you think we suck, say it. We don't care. It's all good. You know, <laughs> put on our Facebook page. Our handles are at Blasian Wellness podcast for Facebook and for Instagram and like us on YouTube so we can get our handle on that too. That would be greatly appreciated. So reach out to us, let us know. And we can't wait to see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.